Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Good morning, sports fans. Welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. You are in the gymnasium. I'm your host, Jim Barron, as we get ready to talk about some Tampa Bay and Florida sports. Big week for the Bucks off of a bye week. Hopefully, we got some good rest. Playing the Vikings tomorrow with a game that has major playoff implications. We'll be talking about some college football. Uh, the Gators have a chance to run the table and maybe bring home a national championship. So lots to talk about. The number is 877-448-7901. We'll be right back to get the show started on Power 90.1. If you are trying to quit drinking or doing too many drugs, listen to me. You don't know me and we'll never meet. I had a problem like you once. I drank and used to party a little too much till it got out of control and almost ruined my life. I realized I needed help to fix my problem before it totally destroyed me. If you've tried to fix your drinking and drug problem and you know you can't do it alone, you need to call the National Treatment Advisors. They'll immerse you into a 30-day program to replace your old habits with new habits and totally change your life. And if you have PPO, private health insurance, the entire program may be covered. Fix your problem right now before it gets any worse. Get clean. Call now and learn more. 877-247-1585. 877-247-1585. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, Tampa Bay sports fans. Jimmy B here. The number is 877-448-7901. Email sports at power901.com. We're going to talk a little bit about the Bucks so far this season. I think it's report card time. Three quarters of the way through the season, we played 12 games. We have a 7-5 and five record. Uh, I'd love to hear your input on are you pleasantly surprised? Are you... Uh, not so happy with where they stand. Could they be doing better? Do you think, are you happy with what they've done so far? Uh, would love to hear your input. As far as what I think, a uh, couple things. Number one, overall, if you look at the record, seven and five, first time playing together, um, trying to mesh, trying to gel. I'm going to give the team a C-plus so far this year. Obviously, there's room for improvement. Um, I, I see some things that are uh, good on this team that have transpired. I see some things that um, need to be worked on a little bit, like every team has issues. Um, I'm going to start with the coaching staff here. Um, overall, I'm going to give the coaching staff a C. Now, anytime you have uh, a new quarterback coming to the team, um, you have some injuries that took place uh, earlier in the season. We still have, you know, Mike Evans this week has a hamstring. It seems as though every week there is, you know, injuries to someone on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, we were talking about the coaching staff here with an offensive play calling. So every team goes through it. It's not just uh, something that the Bucks go through, but every team does. But looking at the report so far with the coaching staff, I don't think they've done a good enough job so far of being able to adapt 
to the players that they have. Uh, a lot of new players on the team from last year. We got Brady, we got Gronkowski, Fournette. Uh, we uh, added, of course, um, Antonio Brown to the mix. So, um, you know, I don't think they've done a good enough job so far incorporating all of them into the offense and making it work to their benefit. Uh, they did some some things. They do make some adjustments. Uh, I just don't think they make enough adjustments. And they don't have an identity for this team so far, which is, I think, the coach's responsibility to go out there and uh, be able to identify what you have, identify the personalities that you have, and then you know you throw in your X's and O's and make it work for the players that you have. So I'm thinking that we can do a little bit better from a coaching standpoint with um, what we have. So I'm giving them a C. As far as uh, you want to look at Tom Brady, the passing game, obviously Blaine Gabbert hasn't, you know, done anything at all, hasn't had a play, which is a good thing, which shows, you know, Brady is out there at his age being able to, uh, you know, survive. He doesn't have the best offensive line in the game right now, as we all know. So he is out there. He's, you know, doing what he can to get out of the pocket when he has to. And, um, you know, as far as him being able to come into a new offense and try to learn someone else's offense, even though he's been you know, reading defenses for 20 years and obviously have had some success doing that, I think that looking at a new offense takes um, a little bit to get used to. And I don't think he has gotten used to it totally. Uh, I'm also going to give him a C for where they are right now as far as the offense. I don't think if you spoke with him, he'd be totally happy with his play. Um, I do think it's a learning process every week. Uh, you go out there and you play some teams that, um, you know, throw different things at you. He may want to run more uh, motion offense. He may want to have different sets. And you know, we'll see what happens in the upcoming weeks. But I'm going to give him a C so far. I don't know. Maybe I'm a tough grader. I don't know. But um, if you look at the rushing game, the rushing game, you have Ronald Jones. He's over 820 yards so far. He's getting over five yards a carry. So, you know, you don't have to be a math major to realize that if you need 10 yards for a first down and Jones is in the game getting five yards a carry, you may be able to do that on four downs, maybe even three downs. So uh, the running game to me, I think that the ability to run is there. I don't think it's being utilized by the coaching staff to go out there to utilize them and run and get the running game going. And that needs to be their identity. Go out there, pound the ball, three yards, first down, three yards, three more yards, four yards, break it up a little bit, pass across the middle, and go ahead and get the first down, move the chains, take some time off the clock. I think everyone expected them to be an offensive juggernaut when they put this team together, and it just isn't that way. It's not to say it won't be at some point, but right now it just isn't. So I get, create that identity of a run-first, pass-second team. So the, the running game... Uh, I give them a C-plus so far. When they're called on to do something, for the most part, they're able to. If you want to you know, mix up the calling and not run the ball on first down, I get that. But it's a lot easier uh, to hand the ball off first and 10 than it is you know, when it's second and 10. So you might want to you know, rethink some of that. That goes back to the coaching staff. Let's look at the receivers. Um, 
Well, you know, staying with the rushing for a second, I mentioned Ronald Jones. Obviously, he does. He's getting the the workhorse load of the carries, averaging over five yards a game. You have Fournette, who um, you know came in, played ten games so far. Um, you know, they've only handed up the ball off seventy times, and he's getting you know, two hundred and seventy one yards total offense this year. I don't understand what, why his. Um, Playing time has diminished. I know they like him on third downs, getting the ball out of the backfield. I understand that. Um, I think that, uh, again, he should be part of that running game more and give Jones a break, give him a little bit of a breather after you use him, you know, back-to-back downs. But, you know, get both of them. So uh, that's my assessment of the rushing game so far. That They're receiving. You look at Mike Evans. He's got He's averaging you know, 12.8 yards per catch. You know, it's obviously Brady's go-to receiver. Um, you know, he's he played all 12 games so far, um, although he was injured a little bit. So perhaps he was a decoy in, in one or two of them. But, you know, when you go out there, he has 11 touchdowns. 11 touchdowns after 12 games. I mean, it's not bad. I mean, he's, he's playing well at that position. I think he runs some bad routes sometimes. I don't think he, he completes some of the routes sometimes. Um, so I look for him to actually step it up, uh, you know, play a little better. He's been targeted you know, 81 times so far. Obviously, Brady goes to him the most. And if you look at the second most player, it's Gronkowski. He's gone to him 62 times, you now close with Chris Godwin at 60. And then it drops off to Scotty Miller, who's a topic in itself. Why he's not playing more is besides me. And if you listen to, touch on that for one second, if you listen to Bruce Arians, well, we can't dress six receivers. Um, We need to have someone out there and um, we have to have more uh, people on special teams and the running backs. So that's why they're not really going to Miller all that much. But if you look at the receiving I, I give the receiving squad a B so far this year. Um, when you have Chris Godwin healthy, which he'll be playing this week against the Vikings, he obviously had some uh, the pins taken out of his hand this week. So it should be interesting to see what happens uh, when he's out there. It may be a little bit of a learning curve for him in the first quarter to see what happens. But, you know, you have... Godwin, Evans, Gronkowski, Scotty Miller that we talked about, who needs to be incorporated into the offense more, in my opinion. Cameron Brait, no, he, he goes in there, he does a good job. O.J. Howard, of course, is injured for the season and out. You have Antonio Brown, he's played four games now. He's um, 20 receptions and 168 yards. So he's averaging eight yards a, a catch. You got to get him incorporated. Throw deep when you establish the run game. After you do that, when you start to pull the defenses in a little bit, then you can utilize Brown's speed to go outside deep. You have him and Evans going deep, but that's after you establish the run game. So I'm going to give them a B as a whole on on the receiving end. Um, Defense, I think the defense has done a... Um, pretty good job this year. I'm going to give them a B as as well as far as what they've done this year. They, I think, practicing against Brady every day has really um, made them feel more 
prepared and better prepared when they come into the game against other quarterbacks? Because mentally they're thinking, you know what? I see this guy Brady every day. I know what he's thinking, what he's doing. And he's one of the best in the last 20 years. So when we play on Sunday, we're going to be playing a quarterback that I should be able to go out there and have a good game against. So I think the confidence level on the defensive side of the ball has really increased for the Bucs. And I think so far this year, of course, with Vita Vea being out, that's a big, big uh, gap that we have in our defensive line. But with him out, you know, we were, we're still holding our own. You don't run the ball very much against the Bucks. If you look at the um, yardage that we give up, not too much. You do pass against us. Don't get me wrong. That part of it needs to be shored up here pretty quickly. Um, but for the most part, overall, I got to say the defense uh, would be a B. Kicking game, you know, I, I think Ryan Suckup has done a, a, a really good job. Um, you know, he, he's played all 12 games, 22 field goals, 36 points after. Um, you know what? He, I, I don't have anything. I give him a B-plus, actually, so far. I think he's done a good job. So um, if you look at the whole scheme of things, those are the report cards after the first three quarters uh, of the year. Overall, C-plus, and it starts in the coaching staff all the way down. So obviously, there's room to improve in this last quarter, and they can definitely do it. We do have two games against the Falcons. We have a game against the Lions, and of course, this week's game against the Vikings. This week's game is very important, guys. If you look at the schedule, um, the way that the playoff picture is, is shaping up, the Saints have already clinched that division the NFC South I'm talking about. So therefore the Bucks are playing for a wild card and they're competing against the Vikings for a, a playoff spot at this point. So there is no letdown game. There is no chance of them saying, well, this game is not really that important. Every game's important. It's tough to win a game in the NFL in any given week. And, and I'll repeat that. It is hard to win a game in the NFL in any given week. Saying that, I do think that the Bucks are going to go in there after a bye week that we've had. And I think they're going to go in there and really establish a game plan and come in rested. And I think we're going to see a very good game out of the Bucks this week. Everything lines up. If you look on both sides of the ball, everything lines up in the Bucks' favor this week to go out there and have a good game. I think we're going to put some pressure on Kirk Cousins. And I think that we're going to be able to uh, clamp down on his receivers a little bit. And I don't think that the Vikings defense will be able to um, go out there and, and, and you know, sustain plays against our receivers. So I do look for the Bucks to go out there and improve their record from seven and five to eight and five and work on that C plus rating. Let's get it up to at least a B this week and keep going. Um, we're going to come right back, talk about the rest of the games this week. Uh, there are some important ones, some good games. I'm going to give you my lock pick as well. So we'll be right back to continue the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your 
your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-943-2195. 800-943-2195. That's 800-943-2195. Now, Now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Jimmy B here. We're talking about the rest of the NFL games this week. While the Bucks obviously is the most important game that we're all watching, I think that probably the best game of the week overall is going to be the Steelers at Buffalo. That's the Sunday night game tomorrow. Um, as you know, the Steelers on uh, perfect season came to an end this week with the loss. So I think that um, they're going to be out there in Buffalo trying to get back on track. I, I really think that Tomlin will have them ready, even though it's a short week. They are a better team than Buffalo, even though Josh Allen is playing well this year for the Bills. When it comes to crunch time, I look for Allen to really uh, cave under some pressure that Pittsburgh is definitely going to bring. You know, it's not a bad thing that Pittsburgh lost. Having a uh, undefeated season so far it is all well and fine, but um, it's, these teams don't play for perfection. They play for a Lombardi trophy. And I think that that would be the message that the Steelers coaching staff got out to the players this week. And I look for them to come back rejuvenated and um, you know, get a victory there in Buffalo. I'm sure the weather will be a little bit cold up there, but um, it's not like it's warm in Pittsburgh at all. So there'll be um, no issues with the weather. I think that the, the best pick of the week if you're uh, playing for entertainment purposes only, would be the Packers playing over the Lions. It's a seven and a half line right now. And I don't think that the Packers are getting enough respect with this one. Uh, I don't think that the Detroit has any answers for what the Packers bring to the to the gridiron this week. So Green Bay can pass. They can run. Um, you know, they have Aaron Jones back now to go along with uh, Rodgers and Devontae Adams. And, you know, Matthew Stafford's a good quarterback, but when it comes crunch time with him, he always seems uh, to find a way to not win. That whole Detroit team this year is, um, you know, they find ways to, to, to not win games, it seems. So I'm going to say that my, my stone-cold lock pick of the week is going to be Green Bay over Detroit. Um, and I think that, you know, as far as we're talking about some picks here, You've had the Bears playing the Texans, and I think that the Bears are going to win. Texans should be favored in this game, um, but I'm going to say that, uh, you know, the, the Bears, if they can get their running game going, uh, you know, with David Montgomery, uh, you have Trubisky out there, he fumbled the game, um, the game away late in the game. So I, I'm looking for, I have a feeling about the Bears this week. I'm going to pick them by a field goal. And I, you know, we already talked about the what the Bucks need to do this week. Uh, again, um, I look for the Bucks to really put things in place this week. Now's the time. We talked about uh, gelling and about, you know, ironing out the mistakes that the team 
has made during the first you know, three quarters of the season. This is the week. This is December. This is where uh, the, the rubber meets the road and you really see who the teams are that are going to be playing in January. So I do look for the better teams to make their um, presence known this week. And I do look for the Bucks to be able to, like I said, go ahead and win this game fairly easily. You have the Giants at the Cards. Uh, you know, the Cardinals stepping into another top defensive matchup uh, against the Giants. I mean, the Giants, say what you will about that NFC uh, East division, but the Giants have been playing well. They're typically able to run the ball better than some other teams. Um, I, I look for the Giants to go ahead and win this game, probably by a, a, a field goal. Um, but I do look for the Giants to uh, come away and, and, and beat the Cardinals. You have the Chiefs playing at the Dolphins. Very interesting game here. The Dolphins, the, the Dolphins are playing well. Um, you have Tua in there. Uh, you know, he's going to present some, some challenges for Kansas City's defense. Uh, I'll say that the Dolphins have had a very favorable schedule uh, so far this this year. They're taking advantage of it, no doubt. The Chiefs have already clinched a playoff spot. Now it's just a matter of uh, vying with Pittsburgh for the number one seed. We'll see what happens with that. So um, I, I don't see how the Dolphins can actually shut down the Chiefs for the whole game. The Chiefs have... Too many weapons, of course. We talked about them many times. So I'm going to pick the Chiefs to win this game probably by 10 points. Uh, another game that you talk about, you have the Titans at the Jaguars. You talk about the Titans, obviously. You talk about Derrick Henry. You know He's rushing the ball at a, at a high level. Can Ryan Tannehill get, get up for another big afternoon? Um, you know, Mike Glennon came in and sparked the Jaguars offense. See what's going to happen. Um, I look for it to be actually a closer game than most people think, but I do think that the Titans are going to come away with the victory in this game. Another game is the Cowboys at the Bengals. Of course, we all know with Cincinnati, Burroughs is out for the season. Um, so, you know, you have Andy Dalton. He comes in, he gets to uh, have a chance for a revenge game, if you will, against his former team. Um, so I, I think it should be interesting what's going to happen with this game. The Bengals' offensive line is pretty weak, and Joe Mixon, without him, they really don't have a running game. The question is going to be, can the Cowboys get Ezekiel Elliott and their running game going? Can Dalton's receivers uh, have good matchups and see what happens? I, I think it's going to be a close game across the board. I do look for the Cowboys to uh, win this one in a very close one, probably by three points. You have the Broncos at the Panthers. Uh, you know, Denver has to pick up the pieces. They had a tough loss to the Chiefs, while the Panthers are um, at home after a bye week. So, you know, I think McCaffrey is going to be back. Uh, whenever he's back, he's one of the best running backs in the game. When he's healthy, I think that if he comes into the game and they just, uh, you know, feed off of him, I don't know what uh, the Broncos can do, especially, um, you know, with Melvin Gordon, Philip Lindsay, Locke. I think they're going to be uh, in more discomfort than Bridgewater. So I do look for the Panthers to come away and win this game. Yeah, the Jets at the Seahawks. Can't say too much about this game. The Seahawks look terrible against 
um, against uh, a, a team the other day. Uh, I do look, that team, of course, was the Giants, they're not the Jets. This week, they're playing the Jets, uh, and I do look for the Seahawks to pick up the pieces and win this game. If the Colts at the Raiders, uh, Colts are a favorite here. Uh, I do think that the Colts are one of the teams in the NFL that nobody really wants to play. They find ways. They're strong on both sides of the ball. And I think that, um, you know, uh, I, I do look for them. The, the, the Raiders, you have Derek Carr. I mean, he, he, he plays well in certain games, but I do look for him to not be able to get enough done to be able to beat the Colts this week. Then you have the Washington football team at the 49ers. Um, I look for the 49ers to win this game. Although Washington obviously had a good game and they they knocked off Pittsburgh. Um, it is a short week. And I do think that um, playing the San Francisco 49ers, I, I do look for the Niners to win this game. The other game is the Saints at the Eagles. Uh, what do you say? Taysom Hill, he came in. He played well uh, for the Saints last week. Uh, talk about must games. You have a must game for Philly. Their, uh, you know, their record this year has really been dismal, that whole NFC East. They're going to be starting Jalen Hurts this week. They're putting Wentz on the bench, which, um, you know, if you ask me, is it a short-term fix? I look for Wentz to be in there before the game's over and to continue playing. Uh, the Eagles cannot win with Wentz on the sidelines for a number of reasons, one of them being, of course, the financial um, factor that plays into there. Wentz has to get his head straight, get in there and start playing. Um, I, I do think that it's a close game but I don't see the Eagles winning this game. I look for the Saints to pull out a victory in that game as well. You have the Falcons at the Chargers. Um, uh, I, I look for the Falcons actually to come out and win this game, probably by a field goal. You have the um, Ravens at the Browns on Monday night. This should probably be a pretty good game. Uh, of course, Baltimore is going to have another short week. Browns are playing tough on defense. Uh, can the Browns contain Lamar Jackson is going to be the question. And I'm going to say that Baker Mayfield is going to stay hot and he looks pretty comfortable at home right now. I'm going to look for the Browns to win this game. That's a breakdown of the games in the NFL. We're going to talk a little bit about some college uh, in the next segment here. Any questions, of course, feel free to email sports at power901.com. If you want to call, the number is 877-448-7901. We'll be right back to keep the show going on the Jimmy B Sports Show. The Property Shop, your one-stop shop for all of your real estate needs. Looking for homes for sale or rent in the Tampa market? Text HOMES to 71441. That's HOMES to 71441. The Property Shop is a full-service realty and management company with a team of partners to give you that extra peace of mind. The Property Shop is truly your one-stop shop, providing stellar service in all areas of realty. And right now, new home buyers will receive a one-year home protection warranty for that extra peace of mind on your next big purchase. More info online at the Property shopusa.com or 813-655-5000 now now 
Back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, college football fans. You know, if you're a Florida fan right now, it's really been a great year. Um, this is typically the week uh, at the weekend, the Heisman Trophy ceremony is done and the beginning of the, the buildup to the college football playoff. Instead, with all the rescheduling and the shuffling of games here, um, you know, we have the SECs wrapping up the regular season and it's going to be gearing up for next week, uh, SEC championship game. And of course, that's going to be between Alabama and Florida, which everyone is looking forward to that game, no doubt. Um, you know, Alabama has a tough game, sneaky tough game against Arkansas. So you never know what's going to happen in that one, but I do look for Alabama to win that one. And of course, Florida's hosting uh, LSU in a game that Florida should win. But you now when you talk about those two teams, you obviously have to talk about Mac Jones with Alabama and Kyle Trask of the Gators. Those two are the leading um, candidates right now for the Heisman Trophy. And, you know, if you look at those two and you're trying to you know, pick one versus the other, it's really like trying to pick two uh, you know, $50 stakes. They're both great. It's just a matter of... Uh, which ones that make some bigger plays? I think that if you um, look at the, the two teams, Jones has more weapons than Trask or anyone else compared in the country, for that matter. But um, you know, on the other hand, I think Trask makes uh, some big, some bigger plays along the way, and it's because of him that the Gators are in uh, the talk of a of a championship here for college football fans in the area. So. Uh, definitely looking forward to the games today, but even more so to the game next week between Bama and the Gators in the SEC championship. Uh, talk a little bit about, you know, they're saying Ohio State now, the Big Ten's going to be lax to rules and, you know, enter into, you don't have to win six now, you can win five. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, I don't know. I, the, the Big Ten is their own worst enemy. The way that they started the season late, and um, you know everything else up there, so they have no one else to blame. But I, I do think that they're going to let Ohio State play in the Big Ten championship game and see what happens. So, couple, just a couple games this week, really quickly. Got Bama at Arkansas. Um, Bama's going to roll them by about twenty-eight points. You have LSU with Florida, like I mentioned earlier. Florida needs to. Um, win big in this game, and, and they will. I look for at least a uh, three-touchdown win for the Gators in this one. You have uh, Georgia, ranked number nine, playing uh, at number 25, Missouri. Uh, that's, that game's good. I really think that um, uh, Georgia's going to win that game, but it is going to be a pretty close game, I believe. You have Auburn at Mississippi State, and you have Tennessee at Vanderbilt, to round out some of the, uh, the better games this weekend. Uh, and overall, you know, every week, it's really a wait and see to see what teams are playing this week, what teams are being quarantined, which teams are uh, rescheduling, although it's tough to really reschedule anything at this point. So I think, you know, when you look at the top teams, you have Bama, Clemson, Notre Dame, and, and Florida up there. So we're going to see what happens. Uh, this week will... No, kind of set the stage for next week's championships games. It'll be interesting to, to see the matchups and see where we go. But I do look forward 
to Washington, Florida continue their winning ways. And we'll be definitely talking more about them next week on the show. Um, basically, I want to just say, as, as we get through this week, heading into next week, I see more and more uh, shutdowns of some some states. Of course, you know, with uh, you know, the NFL, you have the 49ers having to play their home games in Arizona because of laws not allowing the um, uh, gathering of people. Uh, you have some colleges which have suspended some um practices both on the gridiron as well as the hardwood. Uh, some some college games, basketball games have been canceled or rescheduled, postponed, if you will. Uh, so it's really, um, you know, do what we can. Take it one, I can't even say one week or one game. It's really one day at a time at this point. See what happens. Make the best of um, where it stands and just hope that um, – Everyone is able to stay healthy, keep the protocols in place, and you know, move on to the next week. So with that saying, I want to say I hope everyone has a great week. Enjoy the games, both college and pro. Stay safe, stay vigilant, and above all, stay positive. And we'll catch up next week on the GB Sports Show. Thanks for joining me, your host, Jim Barron, in the gymnasium. And we'll talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.